I think it's going to rain and it's going to stop. This is I Am a Griefist, a childhood cancer grief journey podcast. All right. We are back with Mom, Papa Steve, Ian, and Kate, I think, is coming back shortly to continue hearing about Gracie. So we ended last week with the end of her life. My goodness, we we started chatting briefly about it. Just torture. Like, it wasn't bad enough that, you know, she had this cancer, but it was long and slow and torturous that on top of everything, you know, she had to have her eyes impacted and we were just, just yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like, we don't have the words for what you had to endure yeah. through that. Yeah. We want to continue hearing your story and hear how, you know, you've been able to, or what immediately thereafter, how it was for you guys with, you know, the passing of Gracie. So we, the next day she passed and then it was the 13th of August and August is a heavy month already. Uh-huh. I mean, August is my birthday, Kate's birthday, our anniversary. Wow. August is an expensive month. Um, <laughs> and she just passed in the middle of all of that. Wow. Um, so it's, it's, well, yeah, August is a crazy month, but we, so she passed and that was half past eight in the evening. And then the following day, we went away. We went away to the, to a place where they have hot springs and hot bars and huge hot pools. And we just all went away as a family for four or five days or something. We just thought, no, it's, it's, it's not a good place to be sort of stuck here mm-hmm. where it's all been happening for the past two months. So we, we just got out mm-hmm. and dropped everything and we went and it, it was nice to spend time away. But at the end, you know that. You have to sort of create some sort of normality and get back mm-hmm. to work and get back to this as 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 hard as it is to to use a child and to go through that. When do you sort of not carry on with what you're normally doing? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So we just got away and then we came back and people started talking about her funeral and this and that. We were like, she's not having a funeral. She she would never have gone for that. So it's not happening. And so we just started organizing her, what we called her celebration of life. Okay. So we just had a huge thing quite close to where we are. Um, and we had all, everything was up. Uh, there was a, a candy floss, uh, what you call a cotton candy, um, and popcorn. And the magician was there and there's a pool and we had huge water slides and it was just for her, just to celebrate her and, we we had t-shirts made. Oh, <laughs> Tim Grace. My wife, uh-huh. my wife designed. Yeah, Love it. So my wife designed the t-shirts. Gracie Ray, that's actually a funny story as well. So we named her Gracie after I'd been at the pub with one of my mates, and we just decided on Grace, and that was it. He had a tattoo on his arm as well. Just the sinner saved by grace, and I just thought that's actually quite a cool name. Mm. Um, and then Ray was often my one of the grandparents, but I spelled it wrong anyway. You spelled it right. Everybody else spells it wrong. Let me add an extra A in there. Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> so yeah, the celebration of life, and we. We just, there was just so much stuff and so much things to do. And the kids had such a, had such a good time. And it was outside and it, it was such a beautiful day as well. It's towards the end of winter. And I mean, now we just had a huge storm yesterday. It was hailing, but that day it was just perfect. The skies were open. It was, um. it was just beautiful. We didn't go down the balloon route because it's not good for the environment. Oh, yeah. yeah. All that kind of <laughs> so we had we had some uh, this, like eco-friendly smoke bomb things. Oh, and okay. And her favorite color was her favorite color was blue. Oh. Okay. My wife, myself, and my daughter each had this blue smoke bomb, and one of my friends has had a drone. So I thought, okay, perfect. Get him around. Get the drone up before we do it all and then it just 
the entire area where we were just started turning blue. Oh. You can see us dancing around with the blue, uh, with the blue smoke bombs. Smell, sounds That's beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's what we did for her. We didn't want to have a, a big funeral where everybody's dressed in black and sad. Yeah. And yeah. It's just morbid and horrible and it's not what we want. When I greeted everybody at the door and everybody wanted to say hello, we had little Gracie Ray chocolates for everyone. Oh. <laughs> it was really fun. Oh. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Another one of those things that Kate had just been on. She had been. Organizing brand new topics with the with the Gracie Ray logo and yeah, we had T-shirts and people could buy T-shirts with the Honesty box and put your money in there and we all sorted out later and we just had an awesome time. The fires were going and we were having a, we were doing fries uh, for barbecue um, and that kind of thing. It was just it was just a good day. I just like ran up the stairs, so I'm super out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> How was Ella? Now that her sister had passed, how did she do? <laughs> At that time, I think we were all kind of just frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I feel really guilty and horrible. And, you know, mom guilt is a real thing. And I don't know. Yeah, we, I was focused on myself. There's yeah. so much that, that, that you block out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I... I was thinking about it and I'm trying to think of when this happened and when that happened and yeah, you actually can't. Right. Unless you have a physical note or some yeah. sort of right. yes. digital note of it. Yeah. You, you don't know when it happened because it's so much went on and especially for us it was every from start to finish it was fourteen months. Yeah. 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 From that beginning stage till till when she passed, it was fourteen months. So so much happened in such a quick short period mm-hmm. of time that mm-hmm. You just get lost. But, yeah, it is, she was... Her main concern was finding the right blue dress. Mm. Um, and I remember we went from shop to shop to shop to find her the right blue dress. It had to be sparkly because it had to have her personality in it. And it had to be blue because it was for Grace. Yeah, that, that I think is all I can remember about her. You know, we, we had a amazing, amazing support and, and my sister was very much involved and, and helped. Like, we didn't even actually, we didn't plan much of the celebration either. And um, we said what we wanted and, and, you know, everybody kind of just did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was live on Facebook because there were just so many people. Mm. Wow. Incredible. No, I did the live. But, yeah. Mm. There were so many people that sort of knew. Gracie, but had never met her and had done things for her and raised money for her, but had never seen her before, never met yeah, her. Yeah. There was one, one, one yeah. person that worked with my mom in the UK. He heard about it <laughs> and just said, no, he needs to raise money. Wow. Started raising money. And he, in the UK with the football, it's, it's like cuts out there. Um, and he started saying, well, if, if he can raise X amount of pounds for, Gracie, he will wear the opposite teams. His rival teams. His yeah. rival teams. Uh, <laughs> football, football kit to wear. Yeah. And that yeah. was like within half an hour of his race. And he was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> so then he said, Okay, well, if I can raise this much, I'll get the logo straight from my head. And oh. the next thing, that was, that was it. And then he said, Okay, well, let's set it higher. If I can raise this much, I'll get the other team's tattoo. Tattoo. Wow. Food. Other team's logo tattooed onto my leg or whatever. So I said, okay, well, you do that. I'll get your your team's logo onto my leg. So I've got a football logo on my leg. <laughs> but he's never seen the team. He doesn't even know. He's seen the team. But, hey, you know. And this guy has his cute. Uh, and he just worked with my mom. He's never seen Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Ian's, Ian's family in England, they, their work really did a phenomenal, the whole office. They did, they did like walkathons and they did dress, dress up days and stuff to raise money. They cycled, oh. yeah, they cycled from yeah. where they are to, uh, to, to Paris. Wow. To get us we to Paris. Going, we were going to Paris, so they cycled. Mm-hmm. And they put exercise bikes in the wow. lobby and, um, yeah, it was it was really cool because obviously they don't know us. We've never been there. Yeah. But they knew Sue Ann and John and 
supported them. It was yeah. just, yeah, that, that was such a humbling thing that people are actually good. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so the team, the team stepped up around us and, and with Ella, yeah, my mom is also like her best friend and I think she spent a lot of the time with my mom in those few days and and stuff. I, I, I can't tell you how she was, unfortunately. One other thing we left out as well was that uh, to raise money, Kate started, uh, she made, she got bangles made. Um, and our our Facebook page was always called Walking with Grace. Oh. It wasn't just about us. Um, no, it was called Walking with Grace. It was Walking, uh, she's, she's, she is she's our, our she is our, our Gracie Ray. Right? Everybody said, us. oh, Grace is our favorite kid in the whole world. Grace is, she's my special child, you know, mm-hmm. everybody. All of my friends still say like, oh, no, she was like a child in my house. She was our special baby. Mm-hmm. So we shared her with the world and it was always we were sharing her with the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it turned to walking with grace because that's what our journey was about. It was yeah. being graceful yeah. and, and doing everything with grace in mind. So I got the bangles. I made bangles and on the bangles it says, um, I, I walk with grace. Mm. And no lies, three years later and I just got a, Somebody contacting me now asking for bangles because they heard about mm. story and they would like to just keep it on their hearts and keep it on their minds and yeah. a reminder to walk with grace in their everyday life. I yeah. love that. This was, this was before before she passed mm. that uh, Kate started this and it, it was it was just to raise a bit of money mm. because she wasn't working. It's a fentanyl patches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Was, yeah. And it was to raise a bit of money and just get something going and yeah, it, it it took off so well, mm-hmm. but then it just then yeah then it came to sort of that end time and everything just lost control at that point in time. Yeah, how did you guys do after, and how are you coping through it? I don't think you sort of ever get past it, ever get through it. It's just something that you have to kind of learn to find the beauty in everything else. Well, I don't know. You're being very pragmatic now. Yeah. <laughs> I always say that uh, at least it can't get worse. You know, at least my grief can't get worse. It's never gonna get better. Mm. Like it's it's never gonna go away. That pain mm-hmm. is there now. That's it. Yeah. But at least that pain can't get worse. Wow. You know. Yeah. Um. So so they say it's like a, a festering sore that sometimes it's infected and and sometimes it's healed, but it's the scars are still there. Yeah. I don't feel like that. I feel like it's just constantly always babbling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at least it's just it's just babbling. Yeah. It's not gonna fall off. So we we, we talk about her all the time. Daily. I I go to hospital because tattoos on my arm. I've got Kate's got tattoos as well. We got tattoos and stuff like that, like like you did. Um but we yeah, I don't for me in the beginning I felt sort of out of place because I was constantly trying to just think about everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I felt like in the beginning that I almost didn't even get the opportunity to grieve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I said it numerous times that I I don't think I even had the chance to grieve because I was so worried about Kate and about Ella and about getting mm-hmm. back to work so that I can provide money and provide for the family. And at one point I was like, this is just going way too far. Sorry to interrupt. Just, just to explain, just to explain what Ian's talking about is that when she passed and we had her body and, and, um, my dad came in, he let my, he, he, he basically let my dad hold her and say goodbye to her first. It was more about like everybody yeah. else than it was about him. My dad held her before Ian did and said goodbye. You know, so it, it was just like one of those, Ian just put everybody first. He didn't look after himself at all, but he still managed to cope and is still here, which is awesome. Thank God. So Ian reached out to us on social media initially, and I, I'm really, I really want you to share that story. He reached out because he was listening to the podcast. And what happened? I just felt I told Kate about it before. When I was I was looking for something and I, I listened to a lot of music. Um, and I sort of have a connection to music. But I just felt like I needed to listen to something else and I wanted to listen to something about 
don't know, for some reason, I just started looking for cancer and some kind of podcast to listen to. I don't want to listen to music. I was, I, I haven't been sleeping, so I thought, let me listen to some podcasts. It'd be better than just listening to rubbish music. Um, and then I came across your podcast, and I was like, oh, this is quite cool. And I started listening to it, and then I just listened and listened and listened, and I just, what I found amazing was just how similar the journeys are. Mm-hmm. How they're totally different, different country, different people, different different cancer, different everything, but there are just so many similarities. Yeah. Yes. It's like the same story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same story. There's just slightly different changes, but mm-hmm. it's the same story. We all found out, and then we did this, and then we did that, and then it, it's just crazy how many similarities there are. And then you have other guests, and the similarities just start piling up, and they start yeah. stacking up. And there's it's just so many things that are so similar that, that you all go through, and it's like, geez, I thought I was the one that went through this shit, but it's not. There are actually other people, and it's, I, I just wanted to listen to something different. And then I found this and I just thought this was the best thing that I could have ever found. Mm. And I'm so grateful to be on here talking to you, sharing our story, hoping that somebody else can have a better insight. Yes. Actually, when your kid is sick, take it to a doctor. If the doctor doesn't give you what you want, tell them to give you what you want. (laughs) Yeah, indeed. Right. I I felt really proud of you for reaching out to you because, you know, that joke about... Uh, he only speaks when he needs to speak. Um, is so is so real and true. So, I, I, it made me so happy because it it he started his grieving process with you guys. Wow. He started actually, yeah, because he's he's just carried on. Um, he's had to. Um, Ella, one of the one of the struggles that we have, you know, at the moment is she says that it's difficult for her to grieve uh, in front of Ian because he doesn't grieve in front of her. Yeah. Because mm. he's strong dad. Yes. And so for him to reach out to you guys, it's it's I think it's just changed him and the listening and stuff. It's he's a lot more open and and, and open with Ella as and, and myself. That's amazing. We've always My been, heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've always been open, but it's so lovely. But you're missing a very <laughs> key piece in that I wanted you to touch on. When he had reached out, he had said that he looked down at the clock. And it was 7.23, and he wanted oh, to reach God. out. Yeah, that's our numbers. <laughs> but yeah. I wanted to say that my son said it's the awesome. same thing, and I, I felt the same way as far as, like, and my husband the same way. We we talk a little bit, but it seemed like he opened up a little bit more. My, my son, too, didn't really talk about it. And he came and talked about it, and it seemed like he's a little bit more open now that he's talked about his feelings, but he actually felt like, I feel like like my husband said the same thing. He had to be strong. Yeah. But there have been just people reaching out to us and just thanking us for like the different perspectives. My brother's perspective, you know, resonated with somebody because there was a story with, you know, him not being able to go to the baby's graduation ceremony. I reached out to him. But like just him sharing that story, another person was able to relate to them. And that's really the whole point of this is we wanted to hear Mm -hmm. a dad's perspective. We want to hear everybody's perspective because everybody does it differently. But we know that there's value in every individual person's story. Mm -hmm. And so we are so happy that you're here to share that with us and happy to hear that, you know, our story resonated with you mm-hmm. and, you know, you, it brought you some level of peace or comfort in your own journey. But speaking of which, you've listened to, for the most part, to most of the episodes. So is there anything else that, you know, resonated with you as you've been grieving? I'll go into that now. The one thing I just wanted to say is that it's it's also... For me, it was difficult because I had sorry, I had friends before this all started, and one of Gracie's godfathers, for example, from the time we found out, he was never there. He oh. never came. He never. Mm. He never once contacted us, spoke to us. He, they, she, Gracie had two godfathers, and and. She, she actually had a few. Yeah, she had a few godparents, but they were like. I, I don't know why it happened, but there were just so many. <laughs> there were two of the, the that sort of stepped up, and every Sunday they would come, they would bring the sweets, we'd have a 
cup of tea or a beer or whatever. And from the time we found out and the diagnosis and everything, he was just disappeared. Um, well, gone, gone. Uh, and I, I, I do understand and I get that it's hard for people, but like, yes, it's hard for you, but I'm going to this shit. Right. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yes. It'd, it'd right. be fucking awesome if I could have a friend to go and have a beer and talk right. about it. Yes. <laughs> yes. If I need to cry, the shoulders so I can cry, bro. Yes. Like, it's, it's that kind of thing. And it's the, the one oak just disappeared. Um, we've lost so many friends. Because it's too difficult for them. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's yes. too difficult. Mm. And it's like, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it right. was, I wish it was too difficult for me and I could say, hey, no, right. I don't want yeah. this. If it was a choice, right? Yeah. Let's swap. Let's yeah. Swap. Yeah. I'll, I'll take mm. your life. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. But I think it shows the, the difference that... between men and women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that Sorry, shows yeah. it shows where your true friends really are because yeah. it seems to me like the the Godfather you're talking about. No matter what is going on, no matter how difficult he think it, he thinks mm. it is. He he's not. He's only thinking of himself. Oh, I can't deal with this. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta check out. Well, good mm. for you. You got the the luxury the luxury mm-hmm. of check, checking out, but. Are you, you know, if you're a true mm-hmm. friend, you'd be right next to Ian sitting there saying, hey, you know, what can mm-hmm. I do? Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we, we actually recently saw him <laughs> at the shop. It was the greatest experience of my life. He sort of came walking in and we haven't seen him since then. We haven't seen, seen him, him once. In four years. Yeah, just over four years we haven't seen him. And he came in and he sort of started walking in to kind of greet us. And we were just like, Straight boss. And I, I just said nope and I carried on walking and Ian was like, Did you just say nope? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I mean yeah, so no. you do what you it's gotta do. Yeah. 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 I mean, you sort of start to realize what's important, you yeah, know, yes. and who's important to you through this and who's valuable in your journey. And if they're not there to support you and if mm-hmm. you have people around you that have left you know maybe that's in your favor you know they're doing you a favor because they they weren't there to support you it's probably best this way it it is best but it still doesn't take the pain away sure Sure. and it's still it still hurts you know um and it's still it's an it's just another lot yeah it is Um, true it is at at the end of the day but it's it's a loss with with benefits grace was a loss of a loss of a loss but losing these people you know, and, and we gained a lot as well. We gained a lot of people. Yeah, he lost stuff. Yeah, he, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Going back to the sort of resonating, I threw off my cancer journey um, and listening to the podcast and asked and everything. I think for me, I've just learned that it, it doesn't matter whether I take my beer bottle away from my bedside table now or if I do it tomorrow morning, it doesn't matter. Yes, there's so many other things in life that are more important. Mm. Um, I think because we try to make so many memories that that's sort of the stuck. Mm. It's more about the memories. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm moving jobs. I've, I've left the job I'm at and I'm moving to somewhere else because it's closer to home. I don't have to send as much traffic. I can get home earlier. I yeah. Can, leave slightly later i i've i've sort of got to the point in life where i need to start thinking oh you're too old that's my favorite you're too old, you're too old to drink oh uh, yeah somebody said to me <laughs> and tells everybody uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so i people always come with like when, when they come for dinner and stuff and they bring like a, a bottle of wine it's like I don't, I don't, I don't really want to drink that. I know that's like a cheap bottle of wine. So I, I'm, I don't, I don't want to drink cheap wine. <laughs> I'm only 33, but I'm too old to drink cheap wine. I don't want to, I don't want to go to the, to the shop and buy the cheapest of this. If, if I can't afford the wine I want, then I won't get it. Yeah, and that's, yeah. And that's nice. the same with. With the people in our lives yes, as well. Yes, I'm too old right. to have shit people. I'm yes. too old to have 
a shit situation and too old to have a shit job. I'm just yes, so, right. I'm yes. so proud of him. He's choosing happiness. He's moving to a new happy job. Yes. yes. All about positivity and yes. finding the little things. Yes. So. Love it. I think that's just, I think that's probably the best thing that's happened. Um, it's just that I've. That I'm falling pregnant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> But yeah, just, <laughs> just trying to trying to find better, trying to look yeah. better, mm-hmm. make better. It was a mind shift with him, and yeah. as I said, it's, since listening to your podcast, it's been amazing. Oh. No. no, I haven't listened at all because I wanted to respect the fact that it is his. Yes. Oh. And I don't want to have. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to have my own opinions, and I actually didn't want to discuss it. I wanted it to be his own personal thing because it's something he started. And mm-hmm. it took him weeks, actually, to share with me that he's been listening to you guys. Mm. Um, so it, I, I, I didn't want to take that away. You know, it's a form of therapy and it's a form of, oh. of, mm-hmm. of help and, and, and love and stuff. And I just, I wanted it to be his. Because oh. I take over everything, as you can <laughs> imagine, with all of my talking. No, <laughs> no. Hey, that's why I don't need to talk. All right, all right. Ian, I got one of those. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I'm right there. There's a reason why my husband isn't French. here. <laughs> no, that's so beautiful. But it also shows, you know, the relationship and the support you have for each other. Mm-hmm. I think, um, and you've heard stories, you know, that we've had on this podcast. And Kate, you haven't. But, you know, all of our relationships have been affected. And so to see that you guys are mm-hmm. still you know, doing well and as whatever well means, but, you know, you're still connected and you're still able to support each other is amazing. And all credit to you for getting through just the worst of the worst. We made that decision in the beginning. In the the beginning, within the first diagnosis stage, we looked at each other and we said, I I think from Googling and just a little bit of sort of researching, a lot of relationships crumble and yeah. it, it impacts the relationships yes. early and we were just like we are not going to let this break our we, we've been married for 11 years now oh. and we, we're not going to let that break our marriage and break our relationship we are going to get through this together we are going to be by each other's sides whatever we need or want or whatever if you need to be with her without me then i'll go if whatever it is that needs to happen we are going to do this together that's good. That was amazing. And it hasn't been easy. Yeah, sure. Of course it's not. It's not. No. Yeah, it hasn't been easy. And like, I can understand how, how relationships can, and can, you know, take a toll and, mm-hmm. and stuff. But I think, you know, from being best friends, I, I, I literally, I can't imagine my life without this person. So mm-hmm. I'm going to work hard. So as we put Grace first and Ella first, we put each other first That's and we good. put our relationship first. It was almost another baby mm-hmm. that we, you know, had our date nights in between. We went one one night, we went away and had a hotel night and we went on dates and we still like focused and zoned in on each other. And I'm so glad we did that because, you know, three years later, I think we're stronger than what we have yeah, ever that's been. Good. That's beautiful. Oh, that's I'm so glad to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> So we want to hear about Gracie Week. What do you do to honor Gracie during Gracie Week? Tell us all about Gracie Week. The Gracie Week, I think it's it just started because of, like I said earlier, when when she passed that day, the next day we went away. And that sort of just became Gracie Week. Um, mm. And I... Well, it's I, Women's Day, so there's a day off there. Yeah, there's a holiday. Um, National Women's Day on the 9th. So there's a holiday around there which generally helps. So I don't know if to take off as much work, um, but it just became a time like every year around the, around the 13th of August when she passed, we are going to do something, go somewhere, do something, and just make a memory, mm-hmm. just celebrate her again. Um, whether it's just going to a holiday, a holiday house, or going to the hot springs like we did, we've done that twice now. Going to the giraffe view and where we went the first time mm-hmm. with her and then when we spent the acid, it's, it's all about just remembering her and it's hard but it's it's just one of those things that we decided to do 
who want to do something every year, go away, take time off work, just be together as a family. Yeah. Um, so time to grieve, you know? Yes. Um, you sometimes have to switch switch off your grieving process. Mm-hmm. You sometimes kind of have to like, okay, today is really hard, but I kind of have to push through because, you know, Ella needs this. Or So it kind of, we allow ourselves to break down completely. Yeah. Um, during that week, and we have people around us that love us and support us and step up. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yes. We also just, I normally turn my phone off so that I don't have any contact. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you actually appreciate stuff. And yeah. Stop and smell the roses type thing. Yeah. Um, and we just, we just go away, get out, and just enjoy some time together as a family. Yeah. It is difficult to do that, especially when you're trying to organize our family and her folks and the sister and her kids and their school and our, our kids school. And it's so difficult to do that. When, yeah. As if you know that this is happening on this week, you know it's mm. going to be happening on this week every year. So if you want to join, then you now make precautions to do so. Yeah. Precautions. Yeah. yeah. So what we do and we just celebrate her we we play board games we drink wine we have the fire going we chat we chat about her we set her like this table setting you know we we all speak about what we miss the most and what we think she would be like now Mm -hmm. um all communication channels are open um some people take part some people don't but it's it's just it's just relaxed. There's no specific thing that we do, and there's no specific thing that we don't do. Yeah, that's beautiful. We just take time to be together. Yeah. So I I added this question on the question sheet for you, and if you're not interested in talking about it, completely okay. But when a child passes away, there's a lot of discussions between you know parents on having more children and concerns of this new child is it to replace you know what was lost i want to hear what your thoughts are about that if you're open to it and you guys are pregnant i would love to know for the parents that are, you know are considering it or not you know if there's any any words of wisdom you can share and how you approach that so we always wanted to have a certain so, a little, so we had the two girls and then we wanted to have the third kid a bit later. In Afrikaans, it's called a lot lamiki, a little late lamb. I don't know what the, what another term is, but it's a, it's a well-known Afrikaans term. When you say you're having a lot lamiki, it means you're having a child after having children in a while. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we wanted to have the third one at some point anyway, and then after it happened, we sort of put that on hold because we didn't really, I don't think it was something that we could deal with very soon after. Mm-hmm. And then it got to a point where we like, okay, now we're going to, we're going to try and have, we spoke about it a lot. We spoke about it often. And are you ready? Are you ready? And that kind of thing. And it's, I don't think you can ever be ready for a kid, mm-hmm. but having gone through twice and losing one, you sort of need to be in the right place to be able to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of just decided, okay, let's just, let's try. And we tried for over two, a year. Two uh, years. Two years. And eventually it sort of just got to the point where we were almost going to start. No, we had stopped. No, we, like, we, we investigated adoption. We went. In through oh. that process, but we had stopped. We had decided, okay, that's it. It's yeah. not happening. We sort of just decided that we, we're not going to not try, but we're not going to consistently try like we have been. So it, it, it just wasn't the right time. So we thought we'll just leave it and we'll sort of get there again. And then we just got a test one day. Cape, I, don't know. I got put on with, um, because I, I take my anti-anxiety meds and antidepressants. I got put on a different one, and this one, the doctor said, like, listen, you can't fall pregnant on it. It's not a good one to fall pregnant on. Like, let's just, you know. So I, I, I took a pregnancy test after the first three weeks. I took one just to rule it out because, you know, I just started the meds. I wanted my anxiety was, like, saying, take it. I was still in, we, we, and on the weekends, we go to Ellis school and we feed the animals. They have a whole animal section there. 
And I was still in the kiddies' little bathroom on the kiddies' toilets with my pee stick because I really did not think it was going to be positive. Mm. <laughs> and then it was. So. <laughs> Just sort of happened, came out of nowhere. I said to Kate, oh, oh, gosh. I, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be happy or not, or, or like, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> Like I, I just wasn't really ready for that. Because obviously now we're stressed about the medication, right? Um, so that was fun weaning off all those meds. Mm. That was a great first trimester. Mm. And and yeah, it was hard. This is the first Gracie week that I have done unmedicated. Oh. No, you know, no anti-anxiety meds to just calm me, level me. None of that. Yeah. No um. Alcohol. No alcohol either. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was really good for me, and I think it it was nice for me to see that hey, I actually can do this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think, I, I think the the biggest thing around having a kid though is that so many people will sort of say and think that you are having it to cover the fact the that you one. It's, it's a replacement for her. It's got nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. we always wanted to have the kid anyway. Um, and every single person, okay, not my best, not our best friends, but they want to know if this there's a chance that this baby's going to have cancer. Mm. And, and so, like, yes, the thing's already in my head. The concept is already in my head. But you know, no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They no. they ask you this? Yeah. That uh, should be on our stupid, stupid shit, shit that people, people say, say yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. God. No, I, yeah. There we go. Oh, my God. Stop talking. Mm. <laughs> because, you know, because, you know, they think they're being good by, like, you know, right. potentially warning us that, you know, this could be a chance. And we're like, no, it actually was a fluke. Like, no. Oh, my like God. That. I'm so sorry. That's awful. That's just awful. It's okay. We have a good spirit and we can just like say, yeah, cool. And then we talk about it later and just laugh at them for being in. Yeah. Not in wave. Not in wave. And as soon as they turn around, you just look in the baby. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But I think it's important that people know that kind of going back to what you guys were saying, Ian, that just because you're you've decided to have a child after your loss you're not trying to cover up you're not trying to replace you're just you you just understand that you are moving forward you're taking those steps forward you're not you know you're not trying to do anything else but just continue to to live a good life and and continue with with the life that you've been given here And it seems like people always want to make something out of, you know, more out of it. That kind of, that pisses me off a bit because it's, it's like, you don't think I know that that's a possibility. You like, I've already done this when it wasn't, wasn't a possibility when it happened to everybody else, but me. So you don't think that that's like on the top of my brain too. Like that to me is just mind blowing. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Right. Yeah. God. When, when you know better than anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's I just, know. Yeah, Crazy. You're being nice by flipping them the bird. <laughs> punch them in the throat and kick them in the balls. And <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing that about having other children because I know that that's difficult conversation to have and one that, you know, a lot of families could benefit from hearing, you know, your perspective on more children if more children it was it it wasn't it wasn't a short conversation it it was a long conversation and it went over a long time we we would sort of get every worked up and leave it and then we would carry on next week about it and then we would carry on the week after and i don't want to have a boy i don't have energy for boys (laughs) friends that have had boys and stuff they are just too much for me. Too wild. I just want girls. My my girls will always be even the Gracie was like ninety nine percent boys. She was so cool. She was yeah. I don't have time for boys climbing trees, jumping off, breaking arms. I don't have time for that. So, my whole thing was always like, I'll have another kid as long as it's going to be a girl. Oh. <laughs> you don't. You said we don't know what it is yet. 
<laughs> I don't hear that a lot from men. I I definitely hear more they want they, they want, want a son. Yeah. 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 No, he is such a girl's daddy. Oh. <laughs> He's the type, he, he, um, my niece was about four years old or so when, when Ian came into the picture. And I've got photos of him like with makeup on and oh. hair and little <laughs> butterfly clips. And, you know, she, she, she still refers to him as like, her dad and Aww. so he's he's just always been a girl's dad and boy, I, I just wanted my I just wanted a boy because every mom needs to have her the, mommy's boy. Yes, Aww. yes. It's true. So, yeah. I mean I'm I'm excited for no matter what. I would have loved twins to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but that didn't happen. And mm-hmm. one thing that I'd like to say that we struggle with and and, and, and I think other families might feel the same if they are having a baby is it's very difficult to celebrate life mm. you know we're very pragmatic with this pregnancy and it's easy to be like that but you know we, we've chosen we don't want to have a baby shower mm. um you know if people would like to to celebrate with us i would rather you come and meet the baby and bring the baby a gift then uh, it's difficult we don't want to celebrate life because we're celebrating without a huge mm, part yeah. of our lives you know what that's a that's um, a good way to put that because it it is hard to just celebrate the normal you know yeah. holidays anymore for at least for me and it's because we're missing that piece it's not the same yeah. it's not the same it's not so the same it's also how do you once a baby's born and grows up he's older how do you sort of explain to them that they actually used to have a sister mm-hmm. yeah another one Mm-hmm. That was something that we struggled with as well. How, how do you do? You, do you go into it. You, you'll have to at some point because Gracie will still be around in ten, fifteen years' time, and she's older now. Yeah. So the concept of it all. Well, we, from day one. Yeah. I I always said that we're bringing a baby into the world into, in like it's I don't know if it's broken or, but we're, we're basically a broken family because there's a missing person. Yes. And so I, I felt sad bringing a baby and the baby's going to be born and their sister's gone. Their sister's died. Their mom is half a person. Mm-hmm. We've got a whole, a big mm-hmm. massive hole missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's, it's so difficult because you have to make that decision with all of those little things in mind. Mm-hmm. Or you don't make the decision and it just happens to surprise you. Yeah. And you have to deal with all of those emotions. Yeah. So I think if you, if you are one thing, if you're thinking about having a kid, I think it's something that you can't just sort of impulsively decide. Mm-hmm. It's something that you have to really sort of sit down and talk about and decide that it is going to be the right thing for you. We, Like I say, even though we've always wanted the third kid, maybe the third kid wasn't right for us. And at this at this point in our life maybe just having it was how we're supposed to be mm. but we wanted another kid what did i say you'll never regret it mm-hmm. you'll never look at a child and say i regret having right. you right <laughs> I, I wish you i wish you weren't born so i think it's also if it happens then you, you do have a child and you decide you're never going to have that moment of regret it's just i was more fearful that I'd have that moment of regret that I didn't have another yeah. child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, my main decision ended up being that is how would I feel not having another child and never having that opportunity right. to have another child again. Yeah. And I was like, no, yeah. can't, can't live with that. Yeah. Well, we're at the tail end of our questions. Um, I have a couple more for you. Um, one of them being you're a few years out after Gracie passed away. Looking back, if you could talk to yourself, at, you know, at the beginning of this grief journey, what would you say? I would just like to have been there more. Mm. I think that for me was my not biggest regret. I don't, I don't really regret anything. I, I made the decision to carry on working and to focus on that so that Kate could look after her and be there with her 24 7. Uh, we made a decision for Kate to stop working. But I, I just wish I was there more and had been to more of the 
Even though I went to her during chemo and that I wished I had been there for a longer period of time and spent more time with her and taken more photos with her and taken videos with her and I wish I had just done more and been there more with her from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't. I don't think there's much. I I believe you make a decision, and unfortunately, you have to live with the consequences mm-hmm. of what comes out of that. If if I make a poor decision, I have to live with that consequence. It's it would be nice to know which decision is going to be better, but <laughs> nobody will know that. Yeah. But yeah, I think for me, I just wish I had been there more, um, and that when I was there, I was there for longer. That's what I think that, that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. Steve. Do you no, wanna... I think I think we all do that. Yeah. We all wish that because even I wish that, and I was there twenty four seven, and even I wish that I wish I held her more. But mm-hmm. I remember lying on the cot bed next to her bed, holding her. So I think it's it's, but it's a shame because I wish that you were there more as well for you, mm-hmm. so that you didn't wish that. Yeah, no, I had the exact same feelings and just I, I don't know if it would be guilt I guess it's somewhat of a little bit of a guilt feeling that I wasn't there more so I completely understand where you're coming from Ian mm-hmm. but but like you say you make you make decisions and you live with them but those as long as those decisions are made with you know you make the best decision you can with the information you have which it sounds like what you did and can't really go back and and, you know, second guess yourself, you, you go crazy doing that. Yeah. Um, and especially when you know what yeah. you're saying, Ian, resonated with me because I kind of did the same thing. You make a decision and I knew I'm going to have to live with this decision, whatever the outcome is tomorrow, next week, next year. I'm going to have to live with this. But it's the best decision I can make right now mm-hmm. with the information I have. Mm-hmm. So I went through the same thing. Yeah. Still go through it. Yeah. 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 I wish I wish I was there more. I wish I had done this. I wish I had done mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's 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 in the past. So mm-hmm. I don't. I, I think it's gonna be worse for you if you sort of dwell on that and keep constantly going on that and going through that. Yeah. Putting yourself through that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. And, and I wish I was. I wasn't. But when I was there, I was there 100. percent Right. I was. I was present. I was present 100%, and I was doing whatever I could and whatever, whatever Gracie wanted, whatever <laughs> it was there. No questions. So I did what I could, and I, I think I spent quite a little time with her. For I suppose a lack of better words, I, I wasn't there as, as much as I could be, but when I was there, I was there. It was quality over quantity. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we tend to forget that some of those decisions we make as as men, we know that you knew um, Gracie was in the best hands with Kate and the doctors and everything else. And I'm sure if it's anything like what I went through, you made those decisions to, hey, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go do this or that. Because if I don't do it now, then I'll have to do it later. And that later time, is something that you'd rather be at, you know, I'm going to go to work today so that I, so that I can take off tomorrow so that I can go to this doctor's appointment or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then down the road, years later, we think, man, I should not have went to work that day. We forgot that we made those decisions for a reason. Yeah. So I think people should should try to remember that. Yeah. Talking about the time and doing something later and that, and we had people, um, friends, family friends that wanted to come around and would message and say this and that and then they had joined a meal plan that I was talking about and we were dropping off a meal um, and she came and dropped off a meal for us and she was saying like she wants to come around and uh, her daughter was asking about Gracie and this and then um, when, is a, when is a good time to sort of come around and I was like well this is still while Gracie was alive while we were still at home with her. Um, and she was asking about coming around. Um, when's the best time to sort of come around? And I was like, well, no time is a good time, but any time is better than no time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, exactly. The next day, he, he asked me 
just to send him what I said, and I had to sort of think about it. And as I typed and sent it to him, I was like, "Geez, that's quite profound." But it's it's exactly the, the it's exactly the truth mm-hmm. of the whole thing. <laughs> There's no time. No time is a good time to right. come around. Right. She's essentially she's dying. We, mm-hmm. We're all struggling. We're all crying, sort of twenty-three hours of the day, yeah. waiting for this thing to happen. And people want to come around, and people want to do this and that, and it's like there isn't a good time, but just come and send here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's that's better than just doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. So it's one of those difficult things. You kind of have to just be quiet, I suppose. Yeah. That sounds like um, some words of wisdom for people. Mm-hmm. But is there anything else? Any other words of wisdom you might have for families? One of your stupid shit that people say, um, I remember somebody said to me, we were talking about cancer and this and that, we were like, yeah, yo, my, my sister also had cancer. Um, and I was like, yeah, I had. She's still alive. Oh. Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not the same. Yeah. My, my ex-stepmother's, yeah, my ex-stepmother's, um, cousin. So I know how you feel because my ex-stepmother's cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. No. <laughs> just by the way, just just by the way, it is 7.3 now. Is that it? Is that what? 7.23. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's awesome. And I had to, like, I can't plan this. I swear I can't plan this. But on the way in, I took a picture for social media the other day when I was recording that I was getting to mom's at 7.23. Yeah. Again today. And I had to get gas. So I can't plan this stuff. It yeah. just <laughs> It's always a but good she's with us. us yes, she's now. always with us. And she's brought us together. And I, I love that. I love that she did. And I'm glad that we've been, you know, a part of your journey. And we've brought at least something to help you through it. We couldn't do this without you, without you know, stories of families to help mm-hmm. um, other families through it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, until you've done it, you just don't know. Right. And so we couldn't, like I said, we couldn't do this without you and your story and your bravery and courage to share. But also, you know, Gracie brought us together, too. So I'm, I'm really grateful for the for our kids to, you know, connect us and help us help other families out mm-hmm. there. Um, so we're uh, wrapping this up. Sorry, did you want to say something? Well, I do. You haven't even asked. Have you guys looked into mediums at all? I really want to. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> My husband no, so still says no. So if she wants, if she, if Kate wants to get into that, that's on her own, at her own expense and at her own time and everything on her own. I'll, I'll be at home. I'm. I've got absolutely no interest in going to <laughs> Oh my God. So my sister, my sister saw Medium and they said there's some, there's somebody trying to tell you that um, she's got her clothes back. Oh! So my mom has got my clothes back. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah. Well, let yeah, us know, so, Kate. Yeah. We have to connect because I'm I only will. connected with I, Ian. <laughs> I promise you, I'm like, I'm so super keen to to do it. I think the only reason why I haven't so far is because I'm petrified. And it's also shit. No, it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I can I can take the money from your account. I won't notice. <laughs> oh, no. no it's, um, so, yeah, I, w- I would love to do it. I just, I think I... I'm just petrified that I'm not going to get the answers that I yeah. want or the response that I want or the surety that I'm wanting. Sure. Yeah. I'm craving so much that it's, it's a bit difficult. Yeah. yeah. But um, it is, it is on my cards. Maybe not on his. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do, just make sure if you do it and, and we're not trying to promote to do it, but if you do it, make sure that it comes, you know, don't just like, Oh, I just saw this ad, or I just saw this on the white pages, or I just you know pass it by. Do, Do some, some homework. homework on yeah, them. have yeah. somebody. Somebody. I I think the ones that we've had the better experience with because we have tried several have been just people recommending them, and then it's like yeah, yeah. So and and a lot of them came before we we well actually I don't know since we started the podcast did we 
Have we gone to a medium or even talked to one since we started the podcast? No. Yeah. No. So there was no way that they could have found our story. Yeah. To know some of the details that we went like, what? Wait, yeah. how did you know yeah. that? Yeah. 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 I, I think for me, the reason why I sort of have no desire to go to a medium or anything is because I'm also... skeptical. Yeah. I, I, I don't believe in that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. But There's my husband. I don't want yeah. to go... <laughs> I don't want to go and then not get the answers that I want or not get the sort of connection or something that I want. So for me, it's like, is it worth it? I'd rather not do it and not have got the expectation. The yeah. Yeah. So sort of just get like defeated. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. 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 But we do believe in Gracie signs. Oh, we good. Gracie signs. Oh, good. And Ian even, okay, well, he hasn't said no to me. So. I think I would smack him if he did. But he even <laughs> says, like, oh, that was a Gracie sign. Or, oh, see? You know, the butterfly. The butterfly. Yes. Or, yeah, but see, I... You know, I, or in this case, moths. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think those those signs that, that we see, those come directly to us. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, if Gracie's going to reach out, she's going to reach out to Ian and Kate. She's not going to reach out to some... Stranger, yeah. medium, Strange lady. Yeah. Hey, tell, tell my mom this. Yeah. I'm with you. And I'm flying to South Africa. We're having a beer, man. Me and you. <laughs> While Kate's well, going off to her medium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, it's quite, it's quite sweet. So the last question I have is: Is there anything else you'd like to share about your story, about your journey with? Um, the world that we haven't covered. I don't think so. I don't think there's anything else really. I think we've gone through most of it already. Um, I think the only thing I would sort of say to anybody else that is listening um, that hasn't gone through the journey or doesn't have any child going through cancer or have gone through cancer would just be there, would be to be there for somebody else. That does, even if they say they don't want you there, just to be there. Um, yeah. I think that was the hardest. Just show up. Just show up. Just show up. Yeah, don't say anything. Show up. Show up. Show up and be quiet. Mm-hmm. Show up <laughs> and no. just be quiet. Yes. <laughs> don't say yes. something down. I, I, I am. Yeah. You don't have to say something because if you say something, you might say some stupid shit. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Just be there. Just, just, just be there. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, I, I, I say that you know what's worse than saying the wrong thing is actually saying nothing and not being there and not showing up. Yeah. I prefer somebody to say something stupid to me and I can say to them, "Oh, that was a bit like insensitive." Oh. Um, you know. <laughs> I love Kate. Uh, <laughs> rather, rather than rather than just say nothing to me and don't bring up my child and stuff because, you know. And then um, my last, my last thing, I don't know. I've lost the pregnancy brain. Oh, <laughs> it happens. Yeah. What it's a thing. There's actually one other thing that we haven't mentioned. Um, Kate is very good artistically and doors and this and that and does all kinds of, she's got like 17 different car projects going at any given time. She hates it. Um, <laughs> but so she, she started drawing um, and then after Gracie had passed, she wanted to do something because there are a lot of organizations that help you while you're going through it and while everything is happening. But almost as soon as literally as soon as you as soon as you've done the yeah they're gone yeah yeah so Kate sort of started a kind of NGO type thing. I wanted to try. She just started a company and she was doing her drawings and stuff and she made a coloring in book. Mm. Mm. A whole whole load printed um, and then started selling them and for every book that was bought then donated one to the hospital where Gracie was Mm. to the kids so that when they're in hospital they can Mm. do some coloring in and drawing and on the second page, awesome. it was blank, so that they could then trace the, the picture that was on. Or Facebook just draw or their own picture. Oh, oh, that's beautiful. Write something, and it, that was just something else. That, it was called yeah. Coloring with Grace. Yeah. No. Is that still active? Can and we support? It was, no, so 
so what happened was it it was to support bereaved families mm. but unfortunately um being in cape town there are a lot of bereaved families and there are a lot of families that are just really struggling with money um mm. you know with informal settlements and and it unfortunately got to a stage that i was buying groceries and stuff and using our money um constantly buy groceries for these mothers who couldn't get a job because of the depression that was being untreated and it was just too much for me to kind of carry on doing I, I couldn't support them the way I wanted to and it, it knocked me so I said oh. okay I'm going to take a break um I'm going to take a break and I will come back to this project when I can but I think it's so difficult because you're with bereaved parents and stuff yeah. you're dealing with mental health as well right and I'm not equipped to do that so no. it was um, and it's okay. We'll get to a stage when we when we bring it up again. I would like Great. to carry on with the coloring in books and just donate the money somewhere. Yeah, I'll send you a copy of the coloring in books, and you guys can nice. print it Thank out. You. And love yes. it. Yes, and we'd love it to support fun. it when 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 it comes back. Whenever yes. you're ready, just let us know, and we'll put some ads out and get some coloring books out out there. Oh, that's that's very sweet. Thank you. No, of course. That's, it's like so intimidating. No, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Whatever we could do to support, we we know we're not alone. We know we're not alone in this process. And really, what inspired us to do this was our baby, but also because we knew there are tons of families out there that could use some support. And if it's yes. just to come on here to tell the story, that in itself can be supporting other people. So, you know, um, we'll continue to do this. So, however, we can stay connected and support you through this. We're here for you. Um, contact us anytime, social media, whatever we're around. So yeah, Kate and Ian, mm-hmm. it has been an absolute pleasure to yes. meet you and to learn about Gracie and yes. your story. And like I said, we can't do this without you. So we are so happy and so thankful mm-hmm. that you spent this time with us today to, you know, share your story with the world. And we wish you so much greatness with new baby and with ella and everything and please 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 stay connected i think that's it all right everybody thank you thank you